1: Within the courses at International Horse College, we only utilise methods that promote safe and humane ways of interaction between horses and humans. We only support safe methods of educating riders, handlers and trainers about horse welfare. Internationalhorsecollege.com, registered training organisation 31352. Now today we're going to talk to Lucy Chester. Lucy's from the UK. She's a horsemanship instructor. She teaches people how to listen to their horse and she's specialising in liberty. How are you today, Lucy? I am very well, thank you. Fantastic, fantastic. Lucy, do you have a favourite quote you'd like to talk to us about? I do. It's a bit
0: of a long one but it's something that's kind of followed me throughout my horsemanship journey, mm-hmm. um, which is don't let the fear of the time it will take to accomplish something stand in the way of your
1: doing it. The time will pass anyway. We might as well put the passing time to the best possible use. Yes, yes. It's sort of like, well, if it's going to take me 10 years to do this, well, what would you be doing in 10 years' time anyway? You may as well, may as well do exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. might as well do it properly. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Now, I'd like to talk to you about liberty and how you got started with liberty and everything else. But before we even do that, can you talk about what is liberty? So if someone's listening to us and they've never heard the term liberty before, what would you say if you were going to define it?
0: So liberty is the freedom of choice. So Mm -hmm. for me, it's really important that the horse has the opportunity to choose, to engage in whatever you're doing, and that they also have the opportunity to say no. Um, And a lot of people think that this means that you can't say no to the horse, but I also think that's important that if we listen to their no, then they should listen to ours. You know, for safety, if they were going to run into a road or something, obviously you would say no. And um, So it's not kind of letting your horse walk all over you, which is what a lot of people think, and it puts them off wanting to do liberty. It's just proving your communication, understanding, um, and and just really giving your horse their own
1: ease. Okay, okay, so you're talking about how being a horsemanship instructor, you teach people how to listen to their horse, but you've really got to listen to your horse when you're doing Liberty, haven't you? Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. You really do, and very subtle, very subtle communication that you have to be really in tune with, um, Mm -hmm.
1: kind of, and not make any assumptions Yep, it, yeah, it's, it's tricky, but it's very rewarding. It's tricky because if it's done wrong, it can be dangerous, can't it? If it's done right, it is very rewarding. But you know, you've just you've got to know what you're mm. doing. Yep, yeah,
0: yeah. And I think kind of sometimes people put uh, their expectations are too high of the horse, and they'll try too hard or put too much pressure on, try too much too soon. Yes, um, at the beginning, it's very much. Kind of when the horse first realises that they can say no, kind mm. of you really have to accept that and go through kind of a bit of a tricky period before things start to get easier. And then the horse realises that actually spending time with you is fun and, and what you're offering to do is fun. Um, and it, it really is a big kind of game changer.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. How did you get started with liberty? Um, So it's something I've always dreamed of, um, kind of watching films like Black Beauty as a child and just having a relationship with a horse that wasn't based on force. (laughs) Um, And then kind of as I grew up, I watched a few horsemanship demonstrations um, at local shows. And and then when YouTube kind of launched, um, I started watching videos of people um, being at liberty with horses. And it just really uh, seemed
1: magical to me and something that. I knew I wanted more than anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you think then, you know, thinking about traditional trainers and instructors, what as a Liberty coach, Liberty instructor, horsemanship instructor, what do you think is different? Is it just the choice to teach a different discipline, if you say, or a different type of, of horsemanship? Or do the people who teach Liberty have a different skill set or personality trait? Oh, that's a really interesting question. (laughs) Um, I'll tell you why, because what I look at is if people are listening and they're interested in a career with horses, you know what type of person is going to suit this type of work? So it's got
0: to be somebody that's willing to give up all of their own kind of expectations and ego. Mm Mm-hmm and put the horse first that's the, that's a really key thing but I mean I teach a lot of people that have come from a very traditional background and the only real difference is that instead of focusing on what the person wants from the session it's about what the horse can offer or what can we do for the horse and that kind of opens up the doors to the human kind of achieving their dreams anyway and um, so it's interesting for me because often people say oh, gosh, you know, I've never, my horse has never done this before, or, oh, I've never thought of it that way. It's just, it's looking at things slightly differently to and, and letting everything that you've probably already been taught about horses just come out the window, because it is a, it is a different approach. Um, but there's a lot you can learn from all different approaches, I think. I wouldn't say it's completely different. I've drawn a lot of my experience from um, other types of, horsemanship and i used to play polo and things stuck before i found liberty
1: work okay okay all right so if someone comes to you for the first lesson and says Mm -hmm. i'd like you to teach myself and my horse as a partnership to do some liberty work what's the first thing you teach how how do you get started
0: so usually um i work on relaxation first Mm -hmm. because the horse really needs to be thinking and comfortable with the situation. So I'll just get the um, owner and, and horse kind of in tune with each other by walking around, getting their footsteps in sync with each other, seeing if the horse mirror the human's kind of body movements by lowering their um, kind of head down to the ground, seeing if the horse can do the same thing. Um, and then kind of once that's established and we've kind of said to the horse, hey, the session's really about you, and we really want to try and communicate with you, um, then we'll unclip the needle rope and really try and look for that moment of connection where the horse chooses to come to the owner. It's mm-hmm. quite kind of an emotional thing quite
1: often. Okay, and that's normally in the first session? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, it
0: depends what people come with you, but if somebody comes and says, you know, oh, I'm not really sure what I want to do, just how better bond with my horse or something, Then, then that's kind of my
1: general first lesson mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay and then do people come to you with a riding problem that you solve through liberty
0: yes and yeah. i love those lessons okay. they're just fascinating to me because often it's people who wouldn't necessarily want to do liberty work but they've got a problem that hasn't been solved otherwise mm-hmm. so they kind of it's like a last option and um yeah they, they're always really rewarding well, what sort of problems so um, often, horses who won't collect or okay. be on the bit, because often it's kind of quite traditional people. Um, so or horses that won't relax, horses that won't kind of um, go long and low, mm-hmm. um, horses that are very forwards, slow down. Yep. And um, all horses that won't move. You know, it's kind of things that are quite extremes
1: generally. So these are these are like evasions from the horse. You know, running through the aids and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay.
0: and and not feeling kind of it's just often that there's just something it's usually a relationship there because they've got a rider that wants to work it out Mm. they're not willing to just get rid of the horse and and you know get a horse that doesn't do whatever it's doing but you know it's someone who wants to work out the problem and i love that because those riders are really easy to work with they'll listen and they'll take on board what you're saying and then the changes often happen very quickly
1: you talked about you saw a few horse people and you thought that this was the type of work that you wanted to do but going back what was one of the early lessons for you where you went you know you might have been trying one way and all of a sudden you got like a bit of an aha oh right that's that's how it works that's what happens have, you, have mm-hmm. you had one of those or and I'm thinking about you when you first started because if you've had it a when you first started yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah definitely I am um, I just I've have distinct memories of having no idea what i was doing mm-hmm. and just thinking no i'm just going to try this and see if it works and it didn't work so many times and um, i think i was trying to ask a horse to go sideways and then eventually you know the horse understood and i think a lot of it's learning timing you know when do i reward the horse um, yes. because if it's too late then they they don't know what they've done correctly and um, or if it's too early you've kind of interrupted the moment so um, i think the, the Biggest moment for me was um, I was bringing a pony who didn't like walking through water. And I tried everything, you know, force, um, kicking. I don't think I used a whip back then, but nothing had worked that I had been taught. So I uh, bought a book. um, I can't remember who it was by, but it kind of gave a few different options of things you could do. So I tried uh, getting off and walking through myself um, and giving some treats through the water. Sure. And it was a freezing day. I got absolutely soaked and cold. <laughs> but the horse walked through the puddle. Mm-hmm. And um, got lots of treats and lots of fuss. Um, and from then on, puddles were not a problem. I just remember feeling really proud that I had solved a problem myself mm-hmm. um, in kind of a, a, a way that I hadn't been taught. So that was, I guess, the beginning of kind of looking elsewhere for knowledge.
1: Just so that people... Don't just look at you and say, oh, it's all right for you. You know, Lucy, you you already know what to do and it's easy for you. If they know that you started off and had a problem and you're able to solve it, it sort of gives them a little bit of hope. Do you know what I mean?
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, when I bought Teo my pony, I had no clue. (laughs) Well, I I cried all the time um, and felt that that I wanted to give up you know the thought crossed my mind about selling him yeah so i could it was a a real low point and i think you know you just you have to keep looking keep searching and reading and looking at videos on youtube you know find a different instructor keep keep fighting for the dream really i yeah. was absolutely determined that i was going
1: to have a good relationship with him okay. and okay. you know he it was it was hard but yes worth yes it. yes and and your pony what's your pony's name again TAO Teo. TAO Yep. 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 the weird one. <laughs> Is he he's the horse who who really has influenced you the most? Yeah. yeah. He changed yeah. my whole life. Is he the one on your website where you're sitting down next to him? Yeah. And he's laying down. It's a beautiful yeah. photo. Thank you. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, but he's he's the most challenging horse
1: I've ever worked with. Yeah. 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 I usually ask people about their proudest moment. Is it a proud moment with him? Is it an ongoing? You know, you're proud every day you achieve something, or what can you say about that? Or what makes you happy? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, Most of them are with him because Mm -hmm. they're the ones the the moments that are I learn the most with him. I find, Um, but each proud moment, you know, is topped by a new one with him all the time, and they're not kind of the moments that people think you know we're not out winning rosettes and and things like that, but. Things like going for a short ride, just the two of us, is really huge for him because he has severe um, separation anxiety. Okay. So little things like that, you know, showing that our relationship is good enough, that I'm enough, even yes. for short rides, that yep. to me means more than, you know, going out and
1: winning a competition because it's about the relationship. So what sort of things, thinking about Liberty, like, you know, if he trusts you a lot more and I know that you're asking him to lay down, what other things? are you going mm. to teach the Liberty horse? So it's it's communication. So mm-hmm. even things like coming in
0: from the field, things that are really useful, like I'll turn him around he his rope over his neck and he'll stand and wait at Liberty while I do up the fence. Um, and then he gets a treat and then we walk in together. It's kind of things like that, that that's communication and a routine. Um, it gives him a job to do as well. He's not just kind of standing waiting for me he's kind of thinking you know I'm standing waiting I'm going to get my treat in a minute and yes. I think being a horse that's using their brain all the time and mm-hmm. as um, what keeps them stimulated and keeps them offering things and, and being really interested in you and what you've got to offer them okay. so even kind of out on a ride for example I'll let him loose and I'll walk next to him um, and that's amazing you know that we're out kind of together and you know, and he, he stays with me and he's interested in what's going on. It's really developing his self-confidence. Yep. Um, yep. And I love that. I love yep. that. I don't have to worry all the time that, you know, and then if something does happen and I, I've got the lead, I know that his mind's with me. Mm-hmm. So you've got more control and more of a connection because you've got your horse's mind. Yes. Rather than, you know, having less communication and less understanding. Where yep. it's You're always worried you know, that you're going to lose,
1: you know, or a horse is going to run off or something like that. It's just, sure. I, I just love it. It's very different. Yeah. And just to do with the rewards, there's two questions. One is what type of rewards? You know, you're talking about food rewards and a treat, but what is the treat?
0: So he has um, a mixture, so different things for kind of the importance of what he's doing. Okay. So usually i use meadow nuts that are very low calorie because <laughs> mm. he's a, a on the large side. <laughs> um, so, you know, he'll do anything for them, but yep. they're not as important as I've got some like nice apple treats that I'll use for the things that I'm asking for. Okay. But when I go out hacking, I'll take a higher value reward because it's more important that he's with me. i okay. have him if I'm yep. just bringing him from the field. Yep,
1: yep. And then you, you were talking before about the timing of the reward about how you said sometimes it's too late and they can't remember what they're getting the reward for. Otherwise, if it's too early, you interrupt the moment. What's the best timing? Yeah.
0: So it's when the horse has the thought of going to do so, for example, if you're asking them, can you go backwards? Yep. And when they shift their weight, if you can reward when they shift their weight, Mm -hmm. you've caught the thought before the action. And I found that that way they learn a lot quicker. Um. And it's just, I find that a lot of the time in the beginning when you're teaching, um, people don't recognise, they haven't learned yet when to reward, and the horse will offer something really great, and they've missed the moment.
1: Yes. Um, and
0: I think that's such a huge, and well, you know, I was the same when I first started, you just, you learn, and then, you know, everything gets better once your timing is better, because you notice, and, and it is partly that as well,
1: learning what to notice, you know great at what deserves a big reward and a big fuss. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So I'm just thinking as far as a training tip to give our listeners something to take away. So first of all, to get the relaxation, the mirroring, the footsteps. But within Liberty, is it the not catching the thought, the the timing of the reward that people get wrong? Or is there something else that you think is a common lack of understanding?
0: Yeah, I think um, a lot of the time people stop breathing
1: Okay.
0: Um, I was thinking about this earlier. You know, what's the most important thing? The most common thing I say is, I'm still breathing. Because when things start to go wrong, you mm. know, or the horse tenses up, the first thing we tend to do is stop breathing, like myself. Yes. And I really had to override that instinct um, with Teo, especially, you know, when he tenses up. And- Got to keep breathing because that kind of relaxes your whole body, and that's what they need you to do in that moment to help them stay calm and you know find relaxation themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is so key, and that really is kind of probably the number one thing I think working with horses is you need to be calm and keep breathing, whatever's going on, and um, you know, if, if the horse is getting tense for any reason.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and I think that's a common thing, like a competition thing, or a it's a human mm. thing, isn't it? You know, we, we, that we stop yeah. breathing. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Just uh, I know even when I was younger, you know, my instructors would say, you know, you've got to say the names of the uh, the weekdays, you know, as you're riding around, just to make sure that you're still okay. breathing. And I think when you focus very hard, as well, you stop thinking about breathing so mm-hmm. much, and um, mm-hmm. and the horses notice that, you know. It's,
1: they really do and I think, oh, gosh, you know, what's that? What, what is the, out? What's the human scared of? Yes, yes, yes. So that's a common misunderstanding with people. What's a common misunderstanding with horses? You know, what if you see a few horses, what's the most common thing that you say, oh, that horse has not got to this stage yet or that horse is not understanding this?
0: I think probably, um, oh, that's really hard. There's so many different things. It just it depends on the horse. But mm-hmm. um, I know a lot of the time um, horses. Oh, well, it's more, th- I guess, the riders with relaxation. You know, asking, realizing how much the ho- horses mirror us and our bodies, and kind of, nearly every horse, if the rider relaxes, the horse will relax. The okay. only time I found that they won't is if they've got a physical problem, mm-hmm. and that seems to be a running. Theme through, you know, even kind of um, lazier horses. I don't like using that word, but you know, horses that have less impulsion. Um, that, like they, the, those know, those
1: up. horses that are preserving their energy a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And yeah. you know, they
0: you know, often they're holding tensions as well, but they hold them kind of inside, more introverted. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that just seems to be a theme. Yeah, and that's kind of the first level of collection as well. You you have to have relaxation first. So that, again, something I often work with in the first session.
1: Okay, okay. If you're an equestrian coach or a horse riding instructor, or even if you aspire to be one, have a look at the free video series for horse riding instructors on the Horse Chats website. Go there now. Have a look, horsechats.com. Now, I know that you've just written a blog – for David Dyer Saddles and we're going to actually have those, is it a three-part blog and we'll have a, a link to that on our website which will be horsechats.com slash Lucy Chester. Can you tell us a little bit about what you've written within that series?
0: So, um, so far I've written the first one uh-huh. um, and basically that covers the first steps to liberty. So um, it's not so much about what you do in the arena, the blog is very much about everything else because Mm -hmm. what you do in the arena actually is just a result of everything else you're doing with your horse. Like I was saying, you know, how you bring them in from the field. How you are when you tack them up, kind of how you treat them when you're out riding, what you do when they're scared. Mm. All of those things, you know, that's what builds a relationship. That's what enables liberty is, you know, a willing horse comes from you putting them first kind of in every situation and really always looking to make sure they're as happy and healthy as possible.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. We'll have that. As I said, we'll have that on horsechats.com slash Lucy Chester. Now, Lucy, what are you looking forward to at the moment?
0: Well, I'm really hoping to run some workshops mm-hmm. um, for people. I have a lot of people that want lessons that aren't close enough for me to travel to. Yep. So, I'd like to to do that. So I'll be a bit more accessible. Yep. Um, and I also want to go on some courses myself. Um. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, I want to learn about animal communication.
1: Okay, okay, and, that's good. Uh,
0: kind of, you know, something just, just to kind of keep improving myself. Yeah,
1: and, and, you know, having a very open mind and wanting to learn, I think, is a sign mm. of a good instructor. You know, the fact that they are open oh. and that they're always learning and then they can impart that extra knowledge to their students, it's brilliant.
0: Mm. It's so important. I, I'm also really interested in bodywork because mm-hmm. I think. You know, again, that's important. So often, you know, the instructors are the one that will see a problem first because yes. you're in a good position on the ground watching the horse move. Um, You know, I've seen that a lot and I just wish that I would be able to, you know, refer people a bit better, you know, this you could have a physio, vet, barrier, you know, just, just to be more helpful for the horse mm-hmm. to, you know, kind of catch things sooner.
1: Yep, yep. All right, now if you'd like to be able to sum up your philosophy about liberty, about mm-hmm. horses, about, um, you know, working them as a partnership, what would you say in a couple of sentences? I think that
0: you can't go wrong if you are putting the horse first, even if it means that your wants go kind of un... What's the right word? You know, they're just... Like, for me, I can't even canter Teo because of his arthritis at the moment, and mm-hmm. I, I don't care because he's happy. He's happy walking. That's fine for me. Um, and that, that's just the key. The key to everything is putting the horse first, and they'll always know. They yeah. always know. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. All right, Lucy, people contacting you. Now, I know you've got Instagram, Is it um, if you'd like to mm-hmm. tell us about the best way for people to contact you. And whatever those details are, if people don't write them down, they'll be on our website, which will be horsechats.com slash Lucy Chester. And we'll put them at the bottom of your page so people do need to contact you. Or go to horsechats.com, search for Lucy or search for Chester to find that page and get those contact details. But what are they, Lucy? What's the best way? Thank you. And um, so, uh, www.lucychesterhorsemanship.com. My Instagram is Halflinger at Liberty. Perfect. All right then, Lucy. Thank you very much for the chat today. We'd love to get you back again and talk to you a bit more, especially about Liberty and um, some of your other ideas about partnerships with horses. Okay. So, oh, thanks. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye bye.
0: Thank you for having me. Take care. Bye
1: bye.